Welcome to the Multifamily by the Slice Podcasts with your hosts, Dre Evans and Ike Eke. On this show, you'll gain unique perspectives from investors and professionals on all aspects of the apartment investing space. Do you want to achieve legacy wealth and live a life of financial freedom? Well, all it takes is that first slice of wisdom to get you started on the journey to building your empire. Please subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review, and pass it along to a friend that can benefit from a slice of multifamily knowledge. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Multifamily by the Slice. Today, we had Rod Khalif on the show. And if you are aware of who he is, you will not be disappointed by this version of his story and what he has to say. And if you are not aware of who he is, you're in for a treat. We go through a lot of topics, anywhere from talking mindset and psychology to some current events with the current markets and how things are going. Fantastic, fantastic episode. Dre, what are your thoughts? Yeah, man, this is different in the sense of, as we all know, Rod's a pretty, it's a very well-known name in the multifamily space. Definitely one of the big dogs up there with Grant Cardone. And he, as you mentioned, he discusses a lot about just overcoming fear and, but not just like on a service level, like very deep, but related to real estate in general, specifically multifamily of overcoming the fear of investing in multifamily and getting started and actually giving practical tips on how to overcome that. And then the other part of the show, we discuss a lot about the market. Obviously, interest rates have been rising, inflation, and just people talking about the, the bear market. Stocks just recently dropped as of today as us recording the show, which we're going to drop next week. So it'll be very timely and very relevant for everyone. So I think a lot of you will be very interested in hearing what Rod has to say in the discussion that Ike and I have with him in the current state of the market and multifamily if you notice the trends of just like where wealth was truly built in multifamily, a lot of the operators built their wealth in 08 and 09 that we interview on this show and that he's talked about that he's interviewed on his show. And I think we're going to see very similar trends in the next few years or so of just a lot of people within the real estate game who are going to really level up and 10x their portfolio, 10x their lifestyle, 10x the opportunity they're going to be able to provide for their family given where the market is going to be at in terms of a recession. So if all that interests you, I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Let's get it. Now a word from our show sponsor. Are you looking to grow your real estate investing business? Fortune Cribs can help. Fortune Cribs helps investors buy short-term rentals and select markets across the country for as little as 10% down with no cash on cash returns in the 20 to 30% range. Fortune Cribs will design, furnish, and manage all the day-to-day operations, making your experience truly hands-off. And it doesn't matter whether you're at in your real estate investing journey, whether you're trying to get your first deal or scale your portfolio, Fortune Cribs can help. So if you want to take the next step, go to fortunecribs.com and book your free consultation to see how Fortune Cribs can best help you. Once again, that's fortunecribs.com and let them know we sent you. Welcome to the Multi-Family by the Slice podcast. I'm your host, Dre Evans. I've got my great co-host here, Ike Eke. I want to thank everyone for tuning in for another great episode of Multi-Family by the Slice. If you're a first-time listener, please hit the subscribe button. And if you're a returning listener, please leave us a five-star review. We appreciate you all. We love you all. That feedback that we give allows us to spread more knowledge and spread more wisdom to other listeners. So, but before we get into our guests, I got to check in with my man, Ike. How you doing today, bro? 
Massive week, Dre. Big, big week. We've got obviously a fantastic guest on the show, which we're going to get to in a second. But for me personally, I'm closing on the sale of a deal this week, which is a big deal for me. It's going to give me a lot of access to capital to redeploy. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy about that. So big, exciting week. How you doing, Dre? Funny you say that because I am in the same boat. I am pulling hundreds of thousands of dollars out of the property Pacific Beach. And I'm going to use that property, that, that equity capital to deploy as well to do another deal so i'm excited for that i know we've been talking about that so exciting times yep yeah with that said yeah with that said let me introduce our guest rod khalif i'm sure many of you have heard of him before but you'll hear about him again right now he is an individual that built over 20 businesses worth eight figures he's owned 2,000 properties over his career so far still going and on the other side, during the 08 crisis, he lost quite a bit of money. I'm sure we're going to talk about that. And he bounced back from that. Fantastic story. And most importantly to me, he has the Tiny Hands Foundation, which has held 95,000 children. Huge deal. So with no further ado, Rod, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, guys. This is going to be a lot of fun. And that's a dated, that's a dated statistic. We're up around 120,000 now with the foundation. And I appreciate you bringing that up, my friend. That's, and we'll talk about that a little bit because that's really why we're here to contribute. That's why you guys do what you do. That's why I do what I do. It's what makes the world go around, giving back. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, Rod, I was as brief as possible with my version of your introduction so we can allot as much time for you to the expert to tell us about your past and what you're doing now. So. Careful what you wish for, man. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'll, tr- uh, I'll tread lightly, but the floor is yours. Yeah. And I almost interrupted when you said, leave a five-star review. By God, you better leave a five-star review for this episode if you're listening. But uh, just kidding. So, so let me tell my story. So I'm an immigrant. I was born in the Netherlands, wooden shoes and windmills and immigrated when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, and my mother's Vansha. And grew up in Denver, really struggled initially. We, we, I remember we ate expired food. We drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because it was cheaper than real milk. Wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till finally I got disgusted and lied about my age at Burger King so I could get a job when I was 14 to buy my own clothes and ultimately buy a car. And I'm sure you've got listeners that had it harder than I did, but I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was a bit of an entrepreneur. So she invested in the stock market successfully, and she also invested in real estate successfully. And her first real estate acquisition was a house right across the street from us, from a family named the Jewels, when I was about 14. She paid around 30 grand. When I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep on that house that had gone up in value that much. I'm like, what? You made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I went and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, which you could do back then with education. Now they got smart. You need some experience to be a broker, but I was a broker. Well, my first year in real estate, I made about 8,000 bucks. My second year, maybe 10,000. I was still living at home, but my third year made over hundred thousand dollars. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10 X my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy, I was dating his daughter and he, and I was, he was actually a broker. I was smart enough to realize I needed to go work with another broker. And uh, he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that, your mindset and psychology, only 10 to 20% the mechanical information we talk about on our podcast. 
And it's the do and it's the keep doing. It's the getting getting started and then it's getting your butt back up when you get your nose bloodied and so on and so forth. And so fast forward to today, like you said, I've owned 2,000 properties uh, in thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might be like, wow. And I was like, wow. And I thought I was a freaking real estate God. I thought my head got so big, I could barely fit it through a door. And when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008. And so what I'm known for talking about on my podcast, which I'm really excited to say we just broke 700 downloads. We did our 700th episode last week and broke 13 million downloads. And Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And what I'm known for and talking about is, you know, the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place, but then even as important, maybe more importantly, that mindset it took to recover from losing 50 million. And so I'm happy to drill down on that with you guys a little bit, if you like. Absolutely. And Another thing I'd like you to drill down on is something you mentioned early on in your story. And it's something that resonates with me personally, because my parents were immigrants. They immigrated from Nigeria to the United States. They landed in the Bay Area where I was born. And there's not even many words I can put to the amount of work that they had to do in order to give myself and my brother the lives that we have now. And when you mentioned the work ethic of your mother and you couple that with the mindset and psychology that you mentioned, how or what portion of your success do you attribute to those three factors? Well, work ethic is huge. In fact, it's funny. I've got a boot camp coming up in Denver at the end of July, three-day boot camp. And I'll tell you, peeps, I think come for 197 bucks, kind of a no-brainer. It's not a big sales pitch either. It's just three days of training. But two years ago, I had a boot camp in Denver and they bought my mom in a wheelchair. She was in the front row, of course, and with my brothers there. And I'm behind the curtain crying like a freaking two-year-old because she's the reason I got in real estate. And so- I can't thank her, her enough for that work ethic. That's where I got it, okay? And I had to pull myself together to go do that event of 800 people there. And But mindset is when I tell you it's 80 to 90% of success in anything, I don't just mean business. I mean your relationships, your health, your happiness. It's all mindset. You've got, as it relates to business, of course, you've got to take action. You've got to be able to push through fear. You've got to be able to push through limiting beliefs that you may have. You've got to get uncomfortable. The comfort zone is a nice, warm, comfortable place and nothing freaking grows there, right? I'll give you an example of limiting beliefs. When I was six, I immigrated and I didn't speak English and I got thrown into school discovered what bullies were for the first time. I got my butt kicked on occasion. And then my mom, proud Dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got my ass kicked the next day on that too. And then they chased me home from school and she thought it'd be helpful to chase them off with a fly swatter. And then the next day, another butt kicking. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And in fact, I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? And a lot of people have these limiting belief systems and like, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not smart enough, I'm not analytical enough, I don't have enough time, don't have enough money. There's a reason that the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99.9% .9 of them are BS. But our brain, when we're young, put has these traumatic events that sometimes they're just subconscious even, that we place, that our brain places weight on and we think they're real and they're not. And so if you are listening and you have one of these and you're aware of it, when it pops up, I would tell you to consciously bring it into the daylight, look at it with your adult rational mind and burn it up because you will burn it up. I used to be afraid of getting selected in class. I'd be embarrassed or humiliated. And now I speak in front of thousands of people a year. I'm expecting upwards of a thousand people at my Denver boot camp, And that was because I, was, I pulled it out in the daylight and I thought to myself, if somebody rejects me, 
you know, they don't know who I am. They just didn't take time to know who I am. They don't know I have a huge heart, that I'm a gift from God, like we all are. And, or if they still reject me, it's their own freaking BS, right? And so if you have one of those, here's the key thing, bring it out in the daylight consciously and think about it. And if you do it enough times, it'll be gone. So anyway, a long answer to your question. No, that was phenomenal. I, I love the message on mindset. I think that resonates with a lot of people. And I think in speaking of mindset, I think a lot of people's mindset today are in disarray given what's going on in the market. And I know we have got like the recession going on. So I know obviously yeah. it's a gym that we have you here, Rod. And so I would love to hear Thank your you. perspective on the recession and what you feel is going on with the economy and what interest rates and just the real estate market in general. If you don't mind, if you don't mind, before we go there, can I just talk about some strategies in that instead of focusing on that negative, let me, if I could just talk about some strategies, because I get asked the time all the time, how did you recover from losing $50 million? I mean, in the Great Depression, people jumped off buildings for losing less proportionally. Even in the 2008 and 9, people committed suicide for losing less. So it, can, I, can, I, can I speak to that for a few minutes first? And then we'll mm -hmm. translate that into what's happening now. So here's a couple of strategies, okay? First of all, you got to know what it is you want and why you want it. And so as we go into what's coming, if you're focused on the pain, don't get me started on the freaking news. The news isn't there to inform us. It's there to startle us and scare us. And frankly, most of it's BS anyway, okay? And so you've got to recognize that because if you're listening to Dre and Ike here, you're a leader. And right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. And so as a leader, it is critical that you pay attention to what you focus on. Again, not the freaking news, because what you focus on is going to get larger, both positive and negative. So it's critical that you bring in the good stuff. They asked Mother Teresa when she was alive, if she was anti-war, she said, no, I'm pro-peace. That's kind of the same, but you get the message here. I get people to call and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? And I say, wrong question. How do you make so much money that debt's irrelevant? Okay, because what you focus on gets bigger. So that's a really important piece. Now, as it relates to goals, if you come to my boot camp, for example, I've got, I've got, like I say, three-day boot camp coming up July 29th, 30th, and 31st. The first thing we do for about an hour and a half is goal setting on steroids. Because how the heck do you get anything if you don't know what it is? And you've got to create what Napoleon Hill calls in his book, Thinking Grow Rich, which if you haven't read, you must read probably at least once a year. You've got to create what he calls a burning desire. Okay. And that's also something you need to have as we go into what's coming because it's going to be scary. The news is going to say real estate's dead for 10 years like they did in 08 and 09. You just got to ignore it. But you got to realize incredible freaking opportunity is coming if you're ready. Okay. Incredible opportunity. I mean, in 08 and 09, I was hiding under a rock. I got crushed by the way. This time I'm surfing that bad boy. And I'm going to tell you, if you get knowledgeable, you'll be able to do the same thing because it will be exponential. You could create legacy wealth for you and your family and their, your kids and their kids if you play your cards right over the next three or four years. So goals is the big thing. Now, if you can't come to my bootcamp, let me just describe my bootcamp for you. Can I plug it real quick? Is that all right with you guys when I mention it? it? Okay, it. so so it's three days. It's drinking through a freaking fire hose, okay? And if you text my name, Rod, to 72345, it'll take you to rodindenver.com. That's the website. But again, if you're driving, just text ROD to 72345. But remember the code RODFRIEND as one word, because that's how you get the 197 price. It'll price will be 700 at some point, but you can come for 197 because you're friends of Dre's and Ike's here. And you also get a couple of awesome bonuses. You get my document library and you get my deal evaluator software so you can learn how to evaluate deals. But that said, 
we do, we go through every aspect of this multifamily business, building a team, picking a market, evaluating that market, underwriting that market, finding deals, all the ways you can think of underwriting those deals, due diligence on those deals, financing those deals, raising all the money you need for them, syndications, joint ventures, property management, you name it, soup to nuts. And so, and it's not a sales pitch. It is training. I mean, I talk about my coaching for 30 minutes on Saturday and that's it. The rest of the time is full on training and you're certainly not obligated to join my coaching. It's just, it's really about training. You will leave with enough knowledge to go out there and kick butt in this business. So again, text ROD to 72345, use the code ROD friend. Now, as it relates to goal setting on January 1st, I do it almost every time. I did it on New Year's Day this time. I do it. I do this goal setting workshop if you can't come to my boot camp. By the way, Denver's United's hub, nonstop flights from everywhere. And I've got a room blocks like a hundred bucks a night. So again, it's mostly about the time, not about the money if you can make it. But, and you guys are obviously welcome to come as my guests. I'd love to see you there. But anyway, so where was I going with that? Oh, if you go to rodslinks.com, rodslinks, both words, plural.com. I did this goal setting workshop on New Year's Day. It's got music. It's got a guide you can download and talk about something awesome to do with your spouse or your significant other and with your kids. If, for example, they're over 10 years old, it's incredibly powerful. Here's the sad reality. People spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. And you'd be designing your life if you let me walk you through this process. It's so incredibly powerful. Have you and your significant other do it and then you compare notes. See if you're aligned, see if you're headed the same direction. So that's the first piece is getting aligned on what you want and why you want it, okay? So that's step one. The next thing is you've got to make a decision. And I know you've got a lot of listeners that are thinking about this business. They're learning it through podcasts, which is great. I hope you listen to my podcast called Lifetime Cashflow Through Real Estate Investing. I'm super proud of it, like I said, but you've got to make a decision. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. If you're going to attack the island, you're burning your ships because you're taking their ships home. I mean, it is freaking done when you make that decision. It's not a one foot in, one foot out. It's not a toe in the water. I mean, you're committed. And you're like a train on a track when you're committed. And if you're not committed, you'll get knocked off track. So, you know, that that decision is critical. And sometimes that can be the biggest decision of your life. So that's the next piece. And so if when things get tough as it relates to what's coming, you've got to decide, are you going to capitalize on it or are you going to be succumb to fear? And it's a decision. Okay. You're going to need to decide. So we'll tie it back into where we are right now in the market cycle. Again, I'm freaking excited. Okay, because I know what's coming and I know it's going to be awesome and there's going to be deals that sense on the dollar. And I got to tell you, you listen to my podcast. I've interviewed some of the largest players in the business like you guys have people with 20,000 doors, 100,000 doors, tons of them with five to 10,000 doors. And you start to hear a pattern. A lot of these guys started in 9, 10, 11 and 12, 2009, 2010, 2011, yeah, 2012. Absolutely. That's, that's, absolutely. What we, that's what we call a clue, my friends. Okay, <laughs> that's what's coming. Okay. So you make that decision. Then you've got to take that first step. Okay. Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith. The next step will be revealed. Okay. Lao Tzu said a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And that could be the biggest step of your life too. And like you guys, I'm sure you've seen it with people you coach and whatnot. That first deal, it's the hardest deal. It's the scariest. It takes the longest. It's the most stressful. And I see it with my students all the time. And next thing I know, they close on one, then they've got four. Like what the hell just happened? I'm, you know, you're in four deals already. So, so it's that, but it's that first step and you've got to take it. And I'm going to tell you, those of you that are analytical and you know who you are, you get caught in analysis paralysis. Just remember this. Okay. And you feel you need to check off every box. 
don't do that. You can drive all the way across the United States at night, seeing 50 feet in front of you and your headlights, and you know you'll make it. You may have obstacles, but you know you'll make it. Other people have done it before. It's the same way in this business, okay? And so, but you got to take action. You got to take that first step and move forward. Okay. The next thing I want to mention, I mentioned focus. Focus is freaking critical. What you focus on right now is so important. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll, I'm very often, I'm scrolling through social media, which kills your freaking so your focus because you're making these little micro decisions in your brain and it hurts your ability to focus. I listen to a couple of podcasts. One of them is Joe Rogan and the other one is Tim Ferriss at both sides of the political aisle. I try to stay balanced, although one's going over the other side now. But on Tim Ferriss's show, he interviews, and I get excited about my 13 million downloads. He does that every freaking week, I think. But anyway, so so he interviews the best of the best in 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 all these different genres, like like the best athletes, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, best actors, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman, billionaires like Ray Dalio, and the huge CEOs of the largest companies on earth. And what he does is he deconstructs their success, right? And very, very intellectual conversations as well, which I really love when I'm on my bike and stuff. But I started to hear a pattern. Most of these people meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus. The most successful people on the planet are the ones that are most focused. So anyway, I won't belabor that point. The next thing is it is critical that you play to your strengths. And you guys know this in the multifamily space. Do not work on your weaknesses. Play to your strengths and hire a line or partner for your weaknesses. This business is a team sport. I'm sure you've heard that on this show before. And I'm going to tell you that that as a team sport, there are lots of places you can hang your hat and do this business. You could be out there finding deals. You could be the analytical person that underwrites the deals. You could be the one that's out there building relationships with investors, building relationships with brokers. You Maybe you've got some, ass, some property project management experience or management experience of any kind, and you can do the asset management. So there's so many places that you can join a team in this business, but you've got to play to your strengths. Why? Because if you're playing to your strengths, you're loving it, number one, okay? And if you're loving it, of course, you never work another day in your life. And frankly, your strengths are your greatest assets, okay? When you're playing in your strengths, you're enjoying yourself, you're in the zone, the quan, whatever. And what that does is if you're playing to your strengths, you're also passionate about what you do. Can you tell I'm passionate? I'm actually not feeling great. So my passion is muted by about 50%, but I think you can still feel it. Yeah. You feel that I love what I'm talking about here. And when someone loves what they're doing, you can feel that passion. And in this business, you have to be able to influence people to sell to you, to give you a listing if they're a broker, to invest with you, and so on and so forth. And that requires influence. And if you're passionate, you'll be able to influence. So in, passion is the next, uh, the influence and passion. Next to the last is really your peers. When I was losing everything in 2008 and nine, luckily I was in a mastermind and it was Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. Okay. And I mean, it was 130 grand back then. It's three times that now, but this was high level mastermind. There were about 60, 70 people in it. And there were people in there that were thriving through the crash. Okay. I mean, killing it. And they're like, okay, you puss, get up 50 million, million, get up and make things happen. And again, that's who you want to be around, right? That's who you want to be around. People that aren't afraid of your success, that are going to push you and motivate you and propel you. And so unfortunately, you guys know most people default to the people they went to school with or the people they work with. And those people out of their own fear of limiting beliefs or jealousy or fear of losing you or fear of feeling less than if you succeed could hold you back. 
And so, and sometimes it's family. And so I will tell you, love them, love your family, but choose your freaking peers proactively. Be around people that want more out of life, that are going to validate you. I've got a coaching program. It's called My Warriors, and I'm really proud of something. There's somewhere in the 65 to 70,000 units owned now, and I've been teaching about four and a half years. Super proud of that. And but most of those deals were done between warriors. And in that Facebook group that, I mean, there's like dozens of posts a day and people are congratulating each other and pushing each other. There's none of that, that, that jealousy and fear and stuff that you see out in, the, out in the world. So it's really important that you get around people, get, get into meetup groups, get around people that when come to my freaking boot camp. there'll be upwards of a thousand people there that want more out of life. What a great place to network and find your team or build a team or whatever. But regardless, if you can't make that go to your local meetups or start your own and get around people that want more out of life. And uh, yeah, okay. We can, we, can, we can pass over into the recession now if you want. I have a couple, couple things. You know what? Let me just mention one thing here real quick before we do. So goal setting is huge. And when I was, and I'll give you an example. I want to give you a couple of examples of things that I've done in my life. And please know it's not me bragging. I just want to inspire you to what's possible. So when I was 18, as it relates to goals, I knew I wanted to live on the beach and there's no beach in Denver. So, but I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf and the waves and all that stuff. And 20 years later, I built this 10,000 square foot, $8 million mansion on the beach. And I mean, that thing was unthinkable when I was 18. So when you do your goals, take the lid off your brain. Imagine don't, if you want a private island, a yacht, a jet, write it down. Okay. Do not limit yourself. Super important. Okay. But like I said, that house was almost unthinkable when I was 18. I worked for that thing for 20 freaking years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. Again, I worked for it 20 years, two months in, I'm floating in, and this house is magnificent. I own the beach on one side. I had my boats on the back side. It was called a Gulf to Bay. It was a slice through an island. I had a wine cellar, elevator, big giant waterfall out of the second floor balcony into the pool. We had to walk through the pool, through the waterfall to get in the pool. The pool was in magazines. On the second floor, I had aquariums that I built around the staircase cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So I'm floating up and I'm looking at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was to prove the world I was good enough. And pools changing colors. It was at night. My family's inside sleeping and the pool had fiber optic lighting. Just the house was magnificent. And I got depressed. And I don't mean just a little depressed. I mean, I got really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times 10,000. I've got the house. I had the Maserati in the garage and all the, I've done all that stupid stuff, the Rolls and the Bentley and the Lamborghini, all that stuff I thought was important. I've gotten because I visualized and I did goals and I manifested that stuff. And again, that may not interest you listening, but that's, that's how you get this stuff through prayer and visualization. But anyway, I got depressed and there were several things going on, which is what I want to mention here. There's a, me- a really important message in this. So one of the things was you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Cause it's like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was one piece. And it's never about the goals. You need the goals to juice you and motivate you and create that burning desire. So you're willing to grind for a few years like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. But the happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat, right? And it's the same thing with goals, but you need them. But happiness comes from progress and growth, okay? And so it's so important. One of the things I teach in my boot camp is this planning process where you acknowledge your progress and growth so that you're happy. Even if you have setbacks or delays or slowdowns, you're still happy because you're growing and progressing. But the big thing was I was totally focused on me. I had to prove the world I was good enough. Me, me, rod, rod, rod. Well, that was the year I met Tony Robbins. And 
I went and saw him live. And if you guys have an opportunity to do it, and those of you listening, just do it. Trust me, you'll thank me. I spent the next 20 years following him around the planet because I was so impressed with the technology, not about him. It was just what he was teaching was just amazing. But I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. So I went home and I called my brother and he lived in Denver and I was going to go visit him and my family there for Thanksgiving. I said, let's feed five families. So he called his church, found five families, really needed help. Third family changed my life. We bought turkeys, frozen turkeys and food and toys for the kids. And we knew if they had kids. And this woman lived in this one bedroom apartment. It wasn't, it wasn't even a one bedroom, it was a crappy one bedroom with five kids. She comes out, she sees all this stuff on the porch, the food and the toys. She starts crying. Her kids come out, two of the older ones start crying. I start crying like a freaking blubbering baby. But, you know, I was hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last 22 years, we fed 110 to 120,000 kids here in Sarasota, Bradenton, Florida for the holidays. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids that don't have basic supplies for school. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears, local police departments, officers to keep in their cars when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And I don't, again, I don't say this to brag because there's a real message in here. You see, I was successful, but I was unfulfilled. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. And here's the thing. And I know you've got people listening to this show that are blood dripping from their teeth. They want the success so bad. And you might be saying, though, they might be saying to themselves, yeah, I'll do it when I have the money. No, do it right now. And I'll explain why. See, we've been taught to achieve, to be happy. Like we shouldn't be happy until we've achieved, right? That's kind of a common conception here for entrepreneurs in this country. If you give back, you are happily achieving. And I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. For, so for me, it's kids. So again, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement's a science. If you want to learn multifamily, for God's sakes, come to my boot camp. Okay, I promise you'd be glad to do it. In fact, if you come and you don't love it, I mean, I don't mean like it. I mean, freaking love it. I'll give you your money back after the three days. No problem. It's never happened, but there's a first time for everything. But so, so achievement is a science because it's a blueprint. I'll give you the map and the blueprint. You just got to go do it. But fulfillment's an art because you got to find something that juices you. you know, for me, it's kids. Maybe for you, it's kids. But, you know, listening, maybe it's the elderly. Maybe it's the environment. Maybe it's animals. Whatever it is, give back right now because you'll be happily achieving and the success will come faster. Okay. So trust me on this. I've interviewed, I remember a guy with 20,000 doors on my show and I could tell he was like I was back before I had this epiphany. And I feel sorry for him because yeah, he may be financially successful, but he's not truly successful. He's not happy. Don't be that person. Give back right now. Even if it's just your time, you will thank me. So I'll leave you with that, but we can absolutely, we've got time. We can absolutely go into the recession a little more if you want. Right. I just have to say, the energy that you're bringing with, and the message that you bring, it's, I'm sure it's going to resonate with the audience, but it definitely resonates with me. And I want to highlight real quick, Dre, I know you want to move to the next one, but real quick, something you said early on that really touched my heart. And it was a Mother Teresa quote where they asked her, are you anti-war? No, I'm pro-peace. And what I want to add to that is it's going to bring a little bit of a levity to the, to that discussion because war and peace is not something to be joking about. But so Rod, I'm a golfer, not a good golfer, but a golfer nonetheless. And for the first few years I, I played, when I hit it behind the tree, I would say, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. And what do I do? Hit the tree. I hit the tree. Sure. But a friend of mine who's much, much better than me told me, don't think about the tree. Think about where you actually want to hit the ball. And since then, it's changed my game. So if you expand that out to your life, don't think your about goals. the tree in your life. Don't, or to your goals. Don't think about the bills that are, are weighing you down. Don't think about the debt that's weighing you down. Think about what you want. And your brain will circulate around what you want. So when you said that, hit me like that. So I had to mention that. 
If you went and took racetrack lessons, okay, and drove around a racetrack and you had an instructor next to you, very often the instructor, because you see the wall and you're afraid of hitting the wall, very often the instructor will actually literally grab your head and turn it so you don't look at it. Because otherwise, if you look at it, you're going to hit it. It's the same thing, like you say, with goals, with driving a golf ball, the whole thing. Yeah, love it. And now a word from our show sponsor. Let me let you in on the best kept secret when it comes to investing in single or multifamily flips. Hire an interior designer. Now stay with me. We're not talking about curtains and throw pillows here. We're talking about elevating your design, reconfiguring your floor plans, and developing functional spaces, all to maximize your ROI. Melanie Renee Designs has over 12 years of experience designing in the San Diego real estate market and is ready to help you increase your profits on flips, buy and holds, or short-term vacation rentals. Reach out to Melanie herself at melreneh at gmail.com. That's M-E-L-R-E-N-E-H at gmail.com. And make sure to tell her that we sent you. Love it. So we're going to move on to the next segment of the show, the legacy round. Usually it's an open forum that you talk about like a deal that changed your business or your life, practical tips on how to grow a portfolio or how to build your investment network. But maybe we can touch on maybe instead of the a deal that changed your business, like we mentioned, I think a lot of people have concerns about the economy, where it's going. So we could talk about the trajectory of that. Sure. And then we could even talk about even the multifamily deal. Well, well, we should talk about what's going on out there, Bray. I've got to tell you, because there's going to be a lot of fear. It hasn't hit yet, but it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. And you can't succumb to it. Okay. So what is fear? False evidence appearing real. F everything and run. I like to think it's face everything and rise. And especially in what's coming, you need to face everything and rise because exponential opportunities are coming. And that's why if you're going to learn this business, don't wait. Because if we're in the thick of it, you're gonna, you're, it's going to be too late. You need to learn it now. You need to build relationships now. You need to line up money now because it's absolutely coming. And like I said, there's going to be incredible opportunity if you're ready for it. So here's what's going to happen. Okay. There were a lot of skinny deals done these last couple of years. Bridge debt that people didn't pay attention to what's going to happen with the interest rate. Geez, I closed on a 296-unit asset about nine months ago at 3.2% Fannie Mae fixed debt. It's going to be probably by tomorrow when the Fed raises the rates 50 basis points, it's going to probably be at least a half a percent interest. It's going to go to six. Okay. That's double what it was less than a year ago, but they have to. Inflation is insane right now. Just go to the gas pump or buy some meat or eggs or anything else. It's crazy what's going on out there. And so they have to do it and they'll probably overdo it. And it's going to probably make this recession even worse than it had to be. They waited too long, frankly. And they shouldn't have pumped trillions of dollars into the economy. That's what caused it. This interest rate thing is the is kind of the hail mary, but it, they don't have any other solutions because they they absolutely put way too much liquidity into the economy. But it's not a time to be fearful. It's a time to get excited. If you build these relationships, you learn this business. You learn how to underwrite deals. You build relationships with people with money, and you preframe them to say, "Hey, we're getting ready." Excuse the expression, but when the blood is running in the streets, that's where they're going to pounce. Warren Buffett said, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. Okay. And that's coming guys. And so the time to have exponential opportunity is upon us. And if you're ready, if you've built the relationships, I'm in a lot of cash right now. It's killing me because it's going down in value every single day in the bank. But I have, of course, I have access to a lot of cash because of my reach. And so the beautiful thing about the multifamily business is it takes money, but it doesn't have to be your own money. Okay. And you guys, I'm sure you talk about this on the show. There's so much money looking for a home, but even that will get scared 
So again, I don't know. I'm kind of saying the same thing over and over again, but the bottom line is if you don't succumb to the fear, you become you become an expert in a particular market, whatever the market is that you want to buy in, you build relationships there, you see what's going on, you're going to be able to capitalize on what's coming in a big way. Yeah, I agree. It's just similar to even what you saw in the, the pandemic, right? Where a lot of people were trying to time it and say the market's going to crash and they waited and waited and now they're what? Kicking themselves because they could have bought deals at an extremely low interest rate. Yep. And so, and it's interesting, again, it goes back to mindset where people try to be know-it-alls and they try to time things. And it just, it's, we even mentioned this on the last show that we and investor talking about the brand B strategy. And it's just like an athlete, just like a lawyer. It's just like a person that goes and drives NASCAR. Heck, it's like the grocery store person. No matter what happens in the economy, no matter what happens, they got to show up to work every day. And if you really think about that, that's the same thing for us as real estate investors in a bear market, in a bull market. Doesn't matter if there's COVID, doesn't matter if it's raining all day or snowing or whatever it may be, we're going to find out a way to adapt. And it, sometimes that might not always be do the traditional value add because obviously that's a very oversaturated market right now. But, you know, I talk about this too. Sometimes that might be micro units, that might be student housing, that might be Section 8. There's other storage, storage, could be, storage. Could be local right. home parks. There's so many different things it could be. Right. And, and it could be a different play on multifamily, frankly. It could be bringing short-term rentals into multifamily. Right. It could be because the hospitality industry is supposed to thrive actually through this recession. People aren't going to spend as much money in the stores, but they're right. going to spend on experience. They're going to spend mm -hmm. on travel and yep. things like that. That's a lot of economists are saying that. So places like Vegas should boom unless they come up with another COVID-related crappy. Anyway, I won't go down that rabbit hole, but unless they come <laughs> up with something else like that. So, so, so that's super important. What you just said is absolutely spot on. You're right. And, but the bottom line is this is an opportunity and they say opportunity never knocks twice. Well, it does. But last time it, I was hiding under a rock, like I said, this time I'm not going to be. And so I know it's coming. I see the writing on the wall. And here's what's interesting. Back in the, back then, I don't know if I mentioned this already, the housing, you, if you fogged a mirror, you could buy a house. Hell, there were people who worked at Wendy's, bought $150,000 houses that stayed an income loan and subprime lending was rampant and all of that has disappeared. So I don't know that the crisis is going to be in single family. Yeah, prices are going to go down. They have to because the rates are going up. But I think there's going to be a real opportunity in multifamily because there's a ton of new operators that have never, it's been gravy trained the whole time up to this point. They haven't been through a contraction. They don't know how to manage when things get tough and you're going to see those deals go south, you're going to see skinny deals go south. You're going to see people that, that got bridge debt and the cap rates are going to go up and they're not going to be able to refinance out of that bridge debt unless they put money in. If they don't have money to put money in, let me tell you the definition of a bad day. You've got a cash flowing asset that the, the loan is due on and you can't get the value you need to refinance. And that's, those deals are going to go into receivership and there's going to be, now it's going to take a couple of years. So you have, but you got to get up to speed now, build the relationships now, understand the business now, learn how to evaluate deals. And that takes practice. We show you how to get started at my boot camp, but you've got to go in. You got, are you going to be an expert day one? No, you've got to put a lot of deals through their paces and you just get better and better. Repetition is the mother of skill. You just do it over and over again. You become better. You guys agree? Absolutely. Okay. All right, we're going to move into the last segment of the show, the Giordano round is the multi-family body slice podcast. And Giordano's is the number one pizza spot there for their deep dish pizza. So it's going to be a series of questions, Rod, that we're going to ask you, Ike and I, giving our listeners a nice, wonderful mouthful of knowledge. So the first one, and I think you'll appreciate this one, giving your message on mindset and outreach. 
You're on the top of the highest mountain in the world. These are your last words before you die. What will you scream out to the world and want them to remember you, Rod? Bye. I hate to steal Nikes, but I would just say, just do it. Just freaking do it. But I mean, it, it works. Uh, it's it. iconic. <laughs> I, that's just iconic. I, it really is. You just got to do it. One of my favorites that I say personally is massive freaking action because action mitigates fear. But I will tell you, the one thing I forgot to mention is the greatest emotion we have available to us is gratitude. You know, gratitude strengthens our immune system. It makes our heart stronger. It, it brings us closer to our spirituality. It's how you manifest things in life through gratitude. And you can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. So use gratitude through what's coming. Just look at the people you love. Go outside, look at nature. Remember what you're grateful for when things get kind of scary. And then you move forward, you focus on what you want, and you go kick absolute you-know-what. Love it. Rod, if there is one slice of wisdom you wish you knew when you got started or advice you could pass on to others, what would it be? I asked the question of people that have thousands of units on my show, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Because I know what the answer is going to be, and I want people to hear it. And it's always go bigger, faster. And so I'm going to say the same thing. If, I'm, if I hadn't been screwing around with single-family houses... I'd be doing this on the back of my yacht in the South Pacific with you guys right now <laughs> on my 300-foot yacht because I would have focused on multifamily instead of single family. So That'll be an in-person interview then. Yes, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right, Vocab, what are your favorite or three most critical real estate terms multifamily investors should know and why? I'm going to tell you my favorite terms, period. And the, the first one, it has nothing to do with multifamily, and that is passion. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins' quote is, live with passion. Find passion. You've got to do what you love. If you start learning this multifamily business, now you can learn to love anything. You associate pleasure with it. Okay. You can learn to love exercise, everything else. But if I equate it to, I tell my students, equate it to hunting for buried treasure. But if you can't learn to love it, for God's sakes, go do something else. Life is too freaking short not to do what you love. And when you love what you do, you never work another day in your life. So I don't know if I answered your question, but that's all I got. All right. Let's bring it on home. And you're going to love this one. Education is critical in this business. What books, apps, or mastermind groups would you recommend listeners immerse themselves in? Listen, my love language is gifts. I got to have the the author of the five love languages on my show. And if you haven't read that book and you love anyone, you need to go read that book. But so I give my students lots of gifts. Let me give you some of the examples of the books that I give. I give Turning Pro by Stephen Pressman. Stop being a, an amateur, be a professional. The Slight Edge, about those little decisions you make every day that traject your life up or down based on what they are. Gary Keller's One Thing. I had the uh, co-author Jay Papasan on the show. Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning had him on the show. That was a treat. That's enough. There you go. There's a few. <laughs> well, there it is. Thank you again, Rod, for coming on the show. How can multi-family buy the less slice listeners best get in touch with you? Yeah. So again, if you can make my boot camp, trust me, you'll be glad you did. It, just text Rod to 72345. Remember the code Rod Friend or go to rodindenver.com. Remember the code Rod Friend. If you go, I have tons of free material and books that awesome books at Rod's links.com rodslinks.com go there there's tons of free stuff there books my you can even get my number one bestseller you pay the shipping it's like six seven bucks and you get that actual physical copy of that but lots of other free books you can get in pdf articles videos resources that goal setting my goal setting workshop is at the bottom of that with a guide you can download i'm not gonna try to sell you anything just get in there and have fun since you're obviously interested in multifamily if you're in this business but Guys, I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a real treat. I love Thank the you. questions Thank you, you asked, by the on. way. They're much different than I normally hear, so they're great. 
No, I appreciate you, Rod, and thank you for that feedback. Thank you for our listeners for joining us on another amazing episode of Moxie Family about a slice again. I can I love you all. We appreciate the feedback for the guests and for the questions and just all the insight and perspective. So check us out on the next episode. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Multifamily by the Slice podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Lastly, check out the show notes for links to topics discussed, as well as website and social media links for Dre, Ike, and our guest. See you next week.